what up? What's going on, guys? It's your boy. It's your motherfucking host. It's Alex Denunzio. Welcome to the Party Global Podcast. My guy over here, Scott, already fucked me up. Just hold on one second, bro. Hold up. <laughs> let, me, let me tell the people how we fucking met. So, real quick, this dude's an avid fucking traveler. I think he's been to like 27 different countries. We connected in Thailand, and like that was back in November. And here we are now on the fucking Party Global Podcast. He is the definition of party global dudes fucking traveled all over the fucking world so i'm gonna introduce him maybe he can speak upon that better himself so go mr fucking scott what's good what's up man yeah so uh yeah 27 countries you got it right man uh it all started about like five years ago dude is when i first initially left the country for the first time man and like i i just finished the military and shit so i was eager to try something new and exciting so I was like, fuck it. You know, I started to do research about, like, the number one place to travel in the world. And Thailand kept coming up on <laughs> on the internet and shit. So I was like, all right, bet. So I started to do some research and stuff and just fell in love with it, man, just off the photos. So I kind of just like, fuck it. I booked a ticket, like, one week later. I spent about a month there, man, and I just fell in love. And then ever since then, dude, I, I've been nonstop five years, dude. Work six months, travel six months. That's what's up, and I know you told me that in Thailand. I thought that was the craziest thing in the world when I heard a motherfucker tell me, yeah, I only work six months and I travel for the other six, but I know it's not all fun and games. I know you literally aren't going out and not spending one penny during those six months, but right. yeah, dude, I, I respect the shit out of that because I think I'm about to personally do something like that myself, like during this whole quarantine bullshit, dude, I'm just working, saving money. I think during this winter, I'm going to fucking join you and just fucking be out on, be out on the road for 90 fucking days i don't know if i'm doing six months but i think definitely 90 days but, uh, come. I, that'd be sick no i will dude honestly i think what's gonna happen no bullshit bro like i think what's gonna happen is you and i are gonna end up going somewhere like meeting each other in some random fucking country like we're gonna be in the middle of columbia <laughs> columbia or some shit banging chicks <laughs> like doing something crazy bro. but uh yo no shit no shit man i was just my next trip is going to be South America. Really? Straight the fuck up, dude. I plan to fly into Colombia. <laughs> You're trying to go That's to Colombia? That is. You're trying to go to Colombia, bro? Because I've been trying to go. Yeah, man. I've already been there twice. It's really? dope as fuck, man. I'm definitely going back, yeah. What, it's what dope, part? bro. It's so cool. I've been to Bogota, Medellin, and Cali. Oh, okay. I want to go to, like, yeah. Cartagena or Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. Bro, I got a crazy story. You was telling me you want some crazy stories, so here's one. <laughs> Drop right. it. So... Uh, I was in Medellin. This is my second time there. This was just like um, my second. So, fuck, what is it now? 2019. So it was 2017 is when I went there. And obviously it's like the Mecca for cocaine, right? Mm. And so I, I, I bought some coke because all the travelers go there and do coke. I don't yeah. give a fuck who you are. Like, if you're some goody two-shoe and shit, everybody does coke. So if a motherfucker <laughs> goes to Columbia, they're doing coke, bro. I don't give a fuck. And so anyhow, I was doing some coke and shit like that, and I ended up uh, matching with this chick on Tinder. And so we ended up going on a date and shit like that, and she ended up coming back, bro. And uh, we ended up hooking up, and uh, like it was like the third or fourth time we fucked. I was like, yo, can I do some coke on your ass? Like, <laughs> in my mind, I, I was like, yo, this is like Wolf of Wall Street shit. So yeah. I was like, can I, can I do a coke, a uh, lot of coke off your ass? She goes, yeah. And, bro, if she watches this she, on my Insta, dude, she'll fucking know who she is. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> shit. Also, I did a line of coke on Pablo Escobar's grave, bro. That Holy is, oh, shit, man, that, Doug. That you were sick. telling yeah. me that. You were telling me yeah. that. Inside, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, a, that's Crazy, the thing I, bro. I don't think people understand. Like, when you travel, like, the stories you rack up are ridiculously crazy. It's nothing like it is here. Yeah. Like, when you're in a solo adventuring around, like, and other people are adventuring around solo, too. Like, you just get into the craziest shit with the craziest motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. Where did That's you one up- of my favorite parts, man, of, tra- <laughs> of traveling is the interactions and, like, the communications you meet with people, dude. Because all these people are from all walks of life, all different countries and shit. Like, that makes the connections here in the USA to, especially where I'm from in Ohio, dude. All these motherfuckers are hillbillies and cowboys and shit. It's... The connection and, like, conversation is just so stale. So it's really hard for me to have interactions here, man. I have, like, no friends here, dude. I meet, like, uh, if I meet somebody traveling, dude, 
in a week's time, I feel better connected than anybody that I went to high school with here. Yeah. I don't even speak to anybody. So it's like, if we're just on different pages and different walks of life, man, they're all worried about kids and like jobs and careers and shit. And I'm just trying to fucking travel and fucking smash out girls, bro. <laughs> you dig it? So, fuck Yo, it. I don't give a fuck. Him, yeah. bro. Save you. And, you know, <laughs> you know my, my yeah. end goal. Anyway, I was getting ahead of myself. I was going to talk a little bit about fucking what I'm doing here on this podcast. But, yo, getting back to your Columbia story, did those chicks speak English over there? Because I'm scared scared to go over there and have to, like, speak a lot of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, like, for the most part, English is a world language. So uh, you're going to meet people everywhere that speaks, uh, speaks English. Um, <laughs> like, I have hooked up with a couple of chicks off Google Translate, though, which is, like, well, you oh. can do that, bro. You got let's, let's you know talk I mean? about you got something. Let's, let's dive into this, bro. Because on some real shit, Scott, like, I've personally done it, but have you ever fucked a chick that literally speaks zero English? I mean, they, they yeah. please, thank you. That's about it, right? I've done it, I've yeah, done it, a, yeah. few, I've done it a few times, bro. And what, yeah. what's your take on it? You think it's just, like, a easier, crazy experience? Like, For me, dude, I think it's... I think it's harder because, like, you're not communicating with words. You're communicating with body language and stuff, essentially. Like, um, it's just all based off feel. And, like, sure, so you can text on Google Translate and shit, but, like, I've, I don't even remember how many times I've done it. I've done it a handful of times, dude, and every time is the conversation really doesn't even matter. It's more of, like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're going out for drinks and shit, Great and then you're the just point, like, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like, it's a bigger win. It's a bigger bag to fill than just a random chick that's ready to fucking lay down, you know? For me, it's just like, that's, that's something else, bro. Yeah. Well, you can do I'm, that. You got, you got something going on. Yeah. Yo, you got it going on, bro. On some real shit, though. Like, I have to, like, sort of disagree with you here. I actually think, like, so the, the chicks that I've hooked up with, one girl was from Switzerland, and she spoke Swedish, right? And she spoke, like, zero yeah. fucking English, like nothing and then another girl was uh like from thailand when we were out there i banged like another fucking chick out there <laughs> right it spoke zero fucking english but i thought it, i thought it was easier because it like getting back to my point like you're just getting straight to the point it's not like hey like how you doing what do you do for your job it's, it's more like it's more like i think you're hot you think i'm hot let's yeah. just get to mingle like let's let's go back and yeah. fuck but yeah bro yeah. I, and honestly the, the I think the best sex I ever had was with the the Swedish chick, like hands down, bro. Like she was on some freak really? shit. She spoke, yeah, she spoke zero <laughs> fucking English, bro. And I, I fucked her like all fucking night at her apartment. And her one friend who actually did speak English was like, "Yo," uh, so we were maybe you know to backtrack a little bit. We were fucking partying on Kalsan Road, right? Uh, and <laughs> I, 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 Way too many girls out there, bro. <laughs> so we're, so we're on, on Calsad Road, and her one friend actually spoke English. So she translated just a little bit for us. But it was pretty much like we started dancing. We started drinking booze together, making out. And before you know it, I'm at her place. And her friend who did speak English was like, yo, we're not coming back till 8 in the morning. Like, fuck the shit out of my friend. And so, like, from... <laughs> From 2 a.m. till 7 a.m., dude, I was banging this chick. So, but yeah, like, that shit was unreal. She was a freak, and there was no words being exchanged. And, like, I, I was talking in English, and she was talking in, like, uh, Swedish. But I think she was, she also spoke Italian, too, because I have a tattoo in Italian. So she saw that shit. So she assumed I spoke Italian. I'm like, nah, I just am Italian. I don't know nothing. <laughs> so I, I swear, like, when I was banging her, she was screaming in Italian. But because it sounded really? similar to Spanish. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That's funny shit, man. <laughs> I fucked yeah, it though, man. bro. Yeah, for sure, bro. That's honestly, when I travel, dude, it's about seeing new places and new cultures and shit. But it's also bagging a couple of the locals, bro. You know what I mean? That's that's part of the fun for me, man. Like, yeah. shit, I'm trying, I'm trying to travel and just have fun, dude. Because that's for me. I'm single, man, and I'm young, so it's like everybody likes to fuck, dude. So it's like that's part of the fun for me. Travel, have a few beers, man. Hook up, see a lot of cool shit. You know what I mean? That's what it's about, bro. And a lot <laughs> of Americans are fail to understand that and realize that, man. They think I'm rich or something. Like, bro, I work as a carny. 
like, what the fuck? I work six months as a, at the carnival, save up cash, and then do my thing for the other six months, man. And I, I try to give people so much advice on that stuff, man, but they just – it goes in one ear after the other, bro. They just – they can't comprehend it. They're too scared you know to take that, that leap. You, you know, know what I think crazy is your mindset. Like, how do you justify coming back to, like, pretty much nothing? Like, you know you're going to have to work your ass off for six months, and then you know you're going to have the funnest time of your life for six months, right? Then you come back yeah. to, like – you come back to pretty much nothing, right? Yeah, essentially, like, I don't have – my own vehicle i don't have my own house i don't i have like three bags of shit that's it i have no materialistic things dude but for me like when i do come home it's a bit depressing but i know that when i come back i'm right to make money again and it sucks for the time you know i save up all my cash and shit so it's not that I, it's not that i don't have fun here it's just i don't really party because i know that the parties here suck compared to the Yo, party that I could do God, traveling. Yeah. So um, I, it's easy for me to save money here. Like, I literally <laughs> don't spend shit. Um, and just because I know the fun that I could have in six months' time. So for me, I've already programmed my mind to just be like, all right, it's work time, dude. If I'm in the USA, it's time to work, stack up that money, bro, and then go have some fun. So for yeah. me, it's just – it's part it's, – it's another way of living life, dude. I don't even think twice about it. I save mm -hmm. up everything, dude. I've already got like four grand saved, and I've only been home a month. So, bro, I need, you, home, I need bro. to get it's on home. your gigs. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's uh, home, bro. Yeah. I'm uh, sure. planning, like, I know you don't know a lot about, like, what I'm doing here, like, with this podcast or business or whatever, but on some real shit, bro, this winter, hopefully everything goes back to normal with this coronavirus and we can get flights everywhere, but... <laughs> I think I'm going to go live in Bali for 90 days, bro, and just work on this shit oh, and nice. produce, like, crazy content. Either do that or just hop around Asia for a while and just, you know, work on this. But, yeah, like, I'm strongly yeah. – like, it's a definite, bro. Like, I'm going to fucking join you in on this, like, long-term travel, travel shit. Yeah, man. All my money is just, like – my money goes into, like, a few different piles. Like, one, like – for student loans because i do have like, a couple of that bullshit i gotta deal with which i dropped out by the way um then another <laughs> same for, yeah <laughs> another another is for traveling and another is like for business expenses so yeah like yeah. that's literally where my money goes i don't i don't buy clothes unless i literally have to i don't ever buy clothes i don't buy like a new car like i have a shitty ass car like um i literally don't buy anything extra unless it goes into one of those categories i said like you know your bills and loans and shit and then you know, travel expenses and business expenses, but that's literally fucking it, man. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how it gotta be, bro. Like if you have, you have to have a goal or something to work for. Like a lot of these people just work aimlessly and just save up cash for what? Or, oh, it's to buy fucking bigger tires for my truck. It's to fucking do bullshit. Like that doesn't mean anything. You know, like all these people here, especially where I'm from, man, they just, they don't have a, like the concept of to save and travel and to have fun they're having fun is getting drunk with the boys here in fucking the backyard you know right. which is, to me super fucking lame like yeah. who in the fuck wants to hang out with the same people that you've been hanging out with since high school that shit's old bro that's dead fuck that i want to meet new people interesting people man share new stories talk about cooler stuff than just oh back in high school like yeah, like, fuck out here, lame. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that, man. I always feel like when I've traveled, and I certainly haven't traveled as much as you, I always feel like I'm one of the most stupidest people when I travel because <laughs> you meet so many cool people. But when I come back here, I feel like I'm one of the smartest people in the room. Yeah. i met so many amazing people. It's funny because, like you said, so many people here in America are so dulled down and fucking hammered. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. They don't, yeah. they don't get outside the comfort zone and experience shit. Yeah, it really kills me when, like, I, I experience this a lot, too, um, traveling and stuff. When I meet other uh, travelers, um, they ask me where I'm from. I say USA. And they always, nine times out of ten, they'll be like, so what do you think of Trump? How, how do you think, like, all kinds of shit, like, political shit? I'm like, dude, I'm just there for six months, bro. I'm, <laughs> I go there and save up money, and that's it. Like, I don't give a fuck about the USA. To me, dude, I hate it. I hate it here. So, um yeah, man. I, I, I'm not your typical, like, veteran, you know? Like, most veterans yeah. are America, America, America. But for me, I did my thing, dude, and I did my time. 
I've learned a lot of cool stuff from being in the army such a long time. So for me, I now it's experience other things, man, not just be stuck here and have like roots. You know, I don't want roots. I like to always be on the move. Yeah, that's what's up. And I, I realized that about you. And I, like I said, I, I respect the fucking hell out of that shit, but I didn't know you were in the military, dude. That's fucking, yeah. fucking crazy, dude. Now, were you, were you traveling when you were with the military? Where were you stationed at? Um, so I, I was in the Army Reserves. I joined at 17. Oh, okay. um, so I did the, the split up thing. I went to basic my junior year of high school and then came back, did my senior year. Then I did my AIT, which is the job mm-hmm. training. Um, I was stationed in Columbus, Ohio. So oh, essentially so what, um, what, yeah, what the reserves is, dude, you just go like one weekend a month um, and then two weeks in the summer, usually around June time. You would go and uh, do some training and shit. But I mean, because I was in college at the time as well because they paid for it with the GI Bill and stuff. So um, I was party mode, you know, uh, in college. So when I had to go and do drill, I was just like, man, I had, I had to like turn on being soldier again. And it, <laughs> for me, dude, it was just like, man, this is stupid. Why? Like I was so burnt out and so like bored with it. I was like, I could not wait. I was counting it down. Until I was out of that motherfucker, bro. Like, I was... Initially, I joined to just... I wanted structure, you know? Because I grew up kind of rough. And I needed structure, so I, I forced myself to join the military, man. And I, I, like I said before, I learned what I needed to learn, man. I, I got... I, I found my foundation. I built a strong foundation. And it was just... All, it was ready... I was ready to move on, you know? And I... I that's how I ran into traveling, you know. I just finished finished the military, and I was like, man, I want to do something cool, something exciting. And I, like I said, I started to do research on uh, the the coolest places and the cheapest places to travel. And Thailand was always popping up. And Where was the first like said, spot you went to? Where was the well, very I, first cool. spot, man? Solo, solo. Where was your first solo? Destiny? Bangkok. Bangkok. Damn, bro, you went big yeah. on your first one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bangkok. I've been to Thailand like six different times already, man. It's it's it has a really special place in my heart, you know, because it gave me like just a cool understanding of different cultures. And I was like, I really like being immersed in that kind of stuff. Like it's so different than any part of USA. Uh, I, I like I literally fell in love with it, man. And it always will have a special place for me. You know, uh, I really thank Thailand for that because I feel like if I would have went to another country, like a country, like a first world country, like somewhere in Europe or um, Canada, Australia or some shit like that. I don't really feel like I would have the desire and the drive that I have now to travel like I'm doing because I just, I don't know. I, maybe I would, but I don't know. I, I'm happy that Thailand was my first choice. And I will always tell somebody, if you want to go someplace for the first time, Thailand for sure. Yeah, it's, Th- it's amazing, Thailand you know. Thailand the fucking shit. Like I've only... Um, Going abroad wise, like I've only been to two countries. I've only been to Mexico and fucking Thailand. So I, I've traveled through Mexico quite a bit. I've been to a few different cities there, and I've only been to two different cities in Thailand. But I will say, like Thailand was just fucking different, bro. Like oh, even yeah. though I, I can only speak from the cities I went to in the U.S. and Mexico, but yeah, Thailand was just different. The culture was different. The party scene was different. Um, but what country do you think you traveled to that just had the craziest party scene? Oh, shit. Well, uh, when I travel, dude, I'm always staying in hostels and stuff. So I'm always finding the party. I like to party and have a good time. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> and so, like, any country I go to, bro, I'm always finding those parties uh, and stuff like that. But I would I would say, like, in Asia, I mean, all of Asia is a party. Um, when I did Central and South America, it's parties, but it's a little different. Um, kind of vibe than Asia. Asia is just like you wild. get a lot of yeah. It's a, it's wild because you have like a lot of Europeans and Australians that are really young that are just finishing high school and they go there. So it's a bunch of young. It's a younger crowd um, versus like Central and South America. It's a, a little bit more seasoned travelers. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what I picked up from like doing all that stuff and. I don't know, man. It's essentially it's the same in its own ways, but uh, I guess if you're around the right people, dude, any party could get crazy. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. It's more about, like, who you're with. Like, I remember we went yeah. to um, a rooftop bar out in Thailand, and we just went because, like, that's one of the things you have to do. Like, you, if you don't go to a rooftop bar in Thailand, I, yeah. like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, you had to go at least once. But, like, it was way too sophisticated, way too proper. It felt like I was back in New York or something. <laughs> Back in New York yeah. or some shit. Like, it was so much funner to, like, just hit the red light district and throw beer bottles on each other and get fucking wasted. Yeah. Like, that was that was a better time. Um, yeah. For sure, man. Definitely. So, did you ever experience uh, Happy Pizza? You know what that is? No. You know what Happy Pizza is? What is it? Damn, what I'm is surprised. Like? Happy Pizza. I did, a tr- I did a stream shake in Bali. Is it similar to that, just with pizza? Yeah, but it's not shrooms. I think it's I think it's weed. I don't know. I've never done oh. it, but like yeah, it's real big in like Cambodia. Uh, oh, okay. Cambodia has it. I think uh, Malaysia and Thailand, but like I think Cambodia is like the big one where you can fucking find it. Oh. Yeah, yeah I've never done it. I know in Asia they do some crazy shit like that, but yeah, anytime you see the word happy and pizza together, it means you're getting fucking drugged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, man, like I don't really like to smoke weed and shit though because it. It really puts me in a different mindset. It gets me, like, tired and gets me paranoid and shit like that. So, for me, like, I don't really do drugs, man. But uh, if I do do drugs, it's going to be in South America because of the coke. You know, it's uh, – obviously, it's bad for you. But I feel like if you're going to do cocaine, the uh, the Colombian uh, the Colombian <laughs> shit uh, from Colombia, uh, Bolivia, and Peru, that's going to be your, your best choice because it's pure. It's not covered with all this bullshit. Bro, you know? when my boy, when my boys watch this fucking shit, they're gonna be like, "Yo, Alex and this kid Scott are like, they think exactly like." I tell my boys that, so I don't do drugs either, right? Like, I, I just don't do yeah. drugs. But like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't fucking tried them, right? Right. But I, I always tell my boys, I was like, I don't ever do drugs in the U.S. I won't ever do them. Uh, I was like, Same. But, Never. But, but if I were to do, if I were to do them, they're in other countries because they're so much more pure. And I, and the, the first and pretty much the only time I tried Coke was in uh, Mexico. I've tried, I've only done Coke twice and yeah, twice. And the second time I think it was fucking fake because it's here in the U.S. I did it out in Vegas. I swear it's fake. I think I should have Adderall. But anyway, <laughs> I, did, I did Coke in uh, Mexico and I was like, yo, like I trust this shit because it hasn't gone to so many like... It hasn't been refined or like you know packed with shit. You know, hasn't like it's been coming. stepped on. Right, right, stepped exactly. on. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I definitely trust this shit over what we have in the U.S. Motherfuckers are trying to kill us out there. But yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's funny For that sure, you brought bro. that up. I believe the same shit. But yeah, I'm not a big druggie because I, I don't do drugs. I just stick to my booze because I know if you get called in other countries and the cops want to be a dickhead and you can't pay them off, like. Guess what? Like you're in yeah. prison and no one's getting you out. Like you're you're fucked. Yeah, locked up for bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me too. Like drugs, just I mean, it's fun to do it like recreational if you're partying and have a good time. But just to do it, to do it, to so like just to make yourself feel good. I think those people are weak as fuck. Like, dude, step the fuck up, bro. Like, have control of yourself and your body. Like. If you're going to do it, do it as a uh, like a party thing to have fun, to enjoy a moment, not to yeah. just to survive that day. Like, what the fuck, bro? Get well, that's, together. that's a drug addict, bro. <laughs> you just described yeah. a drug. I mean, well, I, I understand that, man, but it happens. So it's happened so often. Like, you know, I, I've met a lot of people that are traveling and they just get caught like they just get caught up in that shit, bro. You know, especially when I was in South America, all these travelers, bro, and they just. They're tweaking and geeking all day long. It's like, bro, like you came all the way here just to get fucked up like that. Like you don't want to do nothing else. You don't want to go see shit. Go do nothing yeah. else. God damn. My my Mind ideal control, day bro. traveling is like, you know, you, you do your sightseeing or go see or do whatever you want during the daytime. At nighttime, it's time to get fucked up, yo. And, oh, and yeah. time, to, time to bag a hoe. Like that's that's my yeah. ideal travel. So yeah, man. Same shit. But, yeah. I'm, I'm with that for sure, bro. Yeah. Where was the coolest spot you've been to? Or are you going to say Thailand again? Oh, uh, no, man. Actually, the coolest spot I've been to was Machu Picchu, bro, and Cusco, Peru. That shit was so breathtaking. It was so magical. Like, it's the, like one of the only times that I could, like, think clearly that I was, like, just speechless. 
a loss for words was uh, Machu Picchu, bro. It's it's one of the seven wonders, as you know, and it is just, I don't know, man. It was, the thing is, you hike. Like, I think I was hiking for, like, four hours, five hours, maybe more shit, I don't remember, but it was, it's such a difficult climb, and so you're like, you're hiking an hour, like, damn, we must be close, we must be halfway, boom, another hour passes, like, shit, are we halfway, and then eventually, you, you get to the, to, to the site, and you see it, and it's like, it's so high up, like, it's, you're in the clouds, and you, it's, it's like, you're in the mountains as well, right. you know, it's like the top of the mountain, but, dude, I don't, it's hard to explain, man, like, it's such a magical place, and that's the coolest place I've ever been to. Uh, just, like, where my body was just, like, so free. Like, it felt, like, weightless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was floating. It was so sick. Yeah. yeah. I know I had, like, a similar experience when I was out in uh, Puerto Vallarta. So I was staying at a hostel, my first hostel ever. And the chick who runs the hostel barely speaks any fucking English, right? So she's speaking Spanish. And they all think I speak Spanish out there because... Like, low-key, if I get a tan and grow my mustache out, like, I look a little Latino <laughs> and shit. So, th- she was speaking Spanish to me. So, I'm just like, see, see, like, I'll fucking vomit her, you know what I mean? Like, we'll go. So, before you know it, this chick, like, puts me in a fucking bus. We're on a fucking hour-long bus ride down, like, the peninsula, like, the coast of fucking Puerto Vallarta and shit. That The bus lets us out at some fucking little-ass, like, body of water. I don't know what the fuck it is, right? And... All of a sudden, we just start walking, and like 30, 40 minutes into the walk, like I asked the other people in our group, I was like, where are we going? Because I like this, all I heard her say was vamos a la playa, <laughs> so I'm thinking we're going to the beach, right? I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing? I didn't hear all the other, my, well, I hit the mic, I didn't hear all the other fucking words that she just said. I thought we were just going to the fucking beach, so I asked a couple kids from Argentina, because they, um, they, they could translate for me, and they asked her, they're like, yo, where are we, where are we going? And she's like, oh, we're going on this hike to this fucking private beach. And I'm like, fuck, yo. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like pissed, bro. Because I thought we were going to the beach. I'm wearing a bathing suit and shit. Like, I look like I'm going to the beach. Before you know, I'm climbing up fucking, like, rocks and shit, like you said. Now, it wasn't as long as yours. It wasn't four hours. It was probably a solid two to three, though. I mean, like, it was a, it was a pretty long hike, bro. And like you said, like, you're getting out of breath. You're going up hills and shit. Because it's real rocky yeah. on that that side of the coast over there uh definitely not as rocky as fucking peru though because i know that's pretty elevated i'm pretty sure but anyway yeah dude we're walking fucking forever and we finally get to the secluded beach scott hands down dude most beautiful beach i've ever been doing the world like it was breathtaking that view like it was unreal and once i got there i realized there was only two ways to get to this certain beach one to do that fucking hike or two to get a boat and take your ass there those are two ways. So I, I get what you're saying. Like, like you know, you're going through all this work, and it's, like, just breathtaking to get to a crazy-ass view or just, you know, look at something that's just unreal. Yeah, man. If you, if you have to work for it, like, hiking this shit, it just makes it that much better, you know? Because yeah. you're – it's obviously not – hiking's not difficult at all. You're just walking. But it's, it's just, like, shit. Like, when is it going to come? The anticipation, the build-up, like, oh, shit, what is it going to be like? Is it going to be cool? Like, and then when you get there and are speechless, it's like, damn, dude. Like, no, that was amazing, you know? To add, to add on to that story, I don't know if you've ever, like, seriously ate with a local, but to add on to that, as we're walking through these hills, and it's nothing but forests, um, yeah, there's, there's really nothing there. There was a little fucking hut. Little old Mexican lady lives in this hut, and it's a real fucking hut. I mean, her floor is mud. And she raises her own plants, like her own her own food is all outside. So she has her livestock, like she has her chickens and shit. And anyway, we end up eating at her house, like me and like I don't know the whole hostel, like eight, or ever who came with us, like eight or ten people. And she really did kill the chicken. It took two hours for her to actually cook his food, because she would get the chicken literally just fucking kill it chop the head off skin it like everything was fresh bro it was the freshest food i had and that was like the first like i've never had an experience like that like i've never like really ate with a local like in the middle of fucking nowhere literally in the middle of a fucking forest just a little hut and like eating shit off the ground that was unreal (laughs) but yeah and then we continued on the hike but i remember sitting there for two hours I'm like, the fuck, yo, this shit better be good, man. We're sitting here for two hours. Like, in America, I could eat already 50 times, man. 
cool. I don't know if you've ever. It was done like legitly Survivor, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> I was I was sitting there like, what the fuck? Like I've never experienced anything <laughs> like that. But I think that's what traveling does, man. It's just like you never know where the wind's gonna take you. You'll end up like 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 I said, I'll end up on a hike. I didn't even know I was gonna end up on a hike. You'll end up in like. Who knows? Like, you're just going to end up somewhere. You have no idea. Yeah, man. And a lot of people ask me, do I, like, make an itinerary and stuff for traveling? The only thing I ever plan is the country I'm going to fly to. Everything else is all spontaneous. I feel like if you travel and you're stuck to an itinerary, then you kind of lose, like, you kind of lose that drive. Like, oh, shit. Oh, we have to be here at this time. We got to do this tomorrow. Like, if you just wing it and fucking do it all by feel, based off the communications and the other people, like, hey, bro, you just came from here. What was cool there? Would you suggest it? Like, that type shit. You know, it, that is the coolest way to travel, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, with no handbook, no guides, just do whatever the fuck you want and whatever you feel. Like, just live, bro. Don't fucking worry about a schedule, you know? I hate that shit. I never travel like that. That's how I, that's how I've always done it. Like you said, like I just winged it. I I look at the country I want to go to, look at the city I want to go to, book a flight there, and like, that's yeah. about it, you know. Um, yeah. But can you can you help me out with some advice for Bali? You said you've been there. Yeah, bro, I've been there twice. You you fuck I just with went it? There this you like year. it? You like yeah, it? Yeah, Bali's cool. Yeah, Bali's cool. Like the first time I was there, uh, there's two parts of Bali where you uh where everybody goes. It's Kuda Kuda Beach. And Simignac. Those are the top two places. Um, the first time I went, it was dope as fuck because everything was open. Like, there's a lot of bars and a lot, all that cool stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but this time I, I went, it was kind of like the coronavirus was starting to hit over in Asia. So um, everything was kind of closed and there wasn't uh, so much tourists and stuff. And for me, when I travel, I like, the, I like it busy as fuck. Like, yeah. I like bumping into people and shit like that. I don't like having a city all to myself type shit. Like, a lot of people do, but for me, I like to party, man, and I like to talk to people and have cool conversations. So if there's nobody there, I'm like, man, I'm bored. Fuck this. I want to leave. Yeah, that's the thing and that scares me about Indonesia. Like, because like, yeah. I know, like, but, Bali's the only really popping place to go in all of Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah. It, Bali, and then there's, like, a Komodo dragon uh, island type shit. It's to the... Uh, the east of bali a lot of people go there and stuff um oh and the gilly islands they're they're dope there's like three islands gilly air gilly tea and another one a lot of people go there so i, mm. the, I went to gilly tea before and uh it's cool but like i said that was like 2015 is when i went there and actually got to have a good time because it was busy but this time i don't know it, it really wasn't all that exciting yeah, so opinion. I don't I don't know much about it. I just know it's a huge tourist spot and it's a fucking beautiful place and it's super cheap. But uh, I always like where's the party scene at? I know you you already mentioned like two cities, but I always heard of like Kangu or uh, Ubud or Ubud like uh, Ubud yeah. Ubud yeah. or Ubud. Yeah, it's uh it's like an hour from fucking where is it from like Kuda I believe. It's hour north. Uh, Ubud's cool because like they have a uh, this monkey forest which mm -hmm. is dope as shit. Like, a lot of little monkeys and, and things running around, like, thousands of little, like thousands of them. And, like, they're they're really chill and calm. And you go there and shit like that, you can take photos with them. I actually got a photo on my Instagram. Uh, the guy, one of the guides there, because there's a lot of guys in there that, like, feed them and take care of them. Yeah. Uh, they had, like, he, he was holding a piece of corn, and the monkey was, like, reaching for the corn. And the guy took a picture, and it looked like the monkey was taking a selfie of us. So that was pretty. That was pretty neat. That's I don't know up. if you seen. Did you see that I, I, on my, I, on my I, IG? I've probably seen it. I've seen a lot of your fucking shit, dude. Like I, I know you yeah. got pictures. I know you got pictures to post for fucking days, bro. Um, yeah, man. That's, it was. It was pretty cool though. Yeah, I bet. But I, I, I would say like the sketchiest time I've ever had is it was in um, Ecuador. I did this bridge jumping. Um, I, I met with another American guy. And we're like, shit, what, what are we going to do today? And stuff like that. We're like, all right. And we ended up stumbling across this uh, this bungee jump. It was legitly on the side of like a, like a highway road. Mm -hmm. Not a highway, but just a road. And 
just a bungee cord there. And I was like, man, that shit's sketchy. And then uh, we're like, how do we do this and stuff? So we paid the guy and we got hooked up. And it's legit. A little platform off the side of this bridge. And you just jump the fuck off. And he was scared, so he made me go first. I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And, man, that was, like, really sketchy. But your adrenaline's going so fast. It's like, oh, shit, like, just do it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, man, that was that was really sketchy. <laughs> Where was the but sketchiest place you ever ever been to? You ever felt, like, safe? Like, unsafe or uncomfortable anywhere you've been? Sure, man. Like, uh, actually, in Central America, it's pretty sketchy. Like, once you get out of Mexico, like, Guatemala, if you oh. go to Guatemala City, it's pretty dangerous. Like, Honduras and Ecuador, uh, Honduras <laughs> is pretty dangerous, too. Nicaragua, that shit, like, yeah. but the thing is, you have to have, like, a sixth sense. You can't put yourself in fucked up situations or you, you, you expect something bad to happen. You just got to use your brain. Obviously, don't go in fucking dark alleys and shit. Walk in a group. Walk with somebody type stuff. Um, yeah. Don't be all fucked up walking the streets. Just use your brain, man. And if you do that, I, I that's what I do, man. And I've never really ran into any kind of problems or issues. Yeah, I've always heard, like, all the countries you just named are pretty dangerous. Especially, like, in Central America with all the drug trafficking and yeah. shit, I know they got fucking gangs galore down there. But oh, I've yeah. always I've always noticed anytime I felt unsafe always had to do at, with money being involved. Anytime like money was exchanged. Like you said, even if it's something dumb, like you're just trying to pay for like um I don't know, you're, you're trying to pay for that bungee jump thing and the sign says it's fucking fifty pesos or whatever. And it's and the dude's like it's a hundred. Like I've always like like, that's the time, like, it's getting scammed. Like, I've always felt, like, anytime money's involved, that's when you run the risk of, like, having something happen to you. Or, like, if you're super fucked up, I've had a couple a couple people, like, bump into me the wrong way, like you said, like, wanting to start shit, like. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you've, you've probably gotten scammed. Hell, have you ever gotten scammed, robbed, <laughs> beaten up, any of that shit? No. Luckily, man. Thank God for that, but, like. Of course, I've been scammed, like, on prices um, yeah. just because I'm white and I'm a traveler. So I expect that. I don't I really take that. it I don't personal. really care. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care. I don't take it personal. But, like, to be, like, physically robbed, no. Um, or beat up, no. I've never had any issues with that. But there was a time when I was in um, Antigua, Guatemala. Uh, I got so fucked up. I went out with a group of people from the hostel and um, – one thing for me, when I get to a certain level of drunk, like I have to sleep right now. I have to go to sleep. So I was on that level and I was like, fuck, I felt really tired. So I was stumbling myself back to the hostel. And for some reason, I've never done this before, but I ended up passing out on the street like a fucking homeless person. And like I woke up and I was pickpocketed. So I guess I was robbed, but I wasn't awake. So yeah, in my yeah. opinion... I wasn't robbed because if I was awake, bitch, you got to beat me up. I'm not just going to hand over my shit. You know, fuck you. Like, I ain't giving you shit. Like, but yeah, I had my phone stolen there. But, and I think I spent all my cash on booze. So I think yeah. I only lost the phone, man. But it is what it is, dude. Like I said, I wasn't too angry with it. I was just like, well, don't want to do that again. You know? Right. Yo, remember uh, when we is- were out, out in Thailand and the kid from Italy fucking. He, I took him out <laughs> outside road, yo. and then, oh. you know, the, the bull comes back fucking the next day with nothing. He got robbed. He passed out in the alley. <laughs> yeah, he said, at least they left me a cigarette and a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> they stole yeah. all of his cigarettes and shit, left him with one cigarette and his lighter. Yeah, he was whacked that night, man. I was like, he was yeah. he was bitching at me. He was like, come on, bro, keep drinking, keep drinking. I'm like, homie, you're a little boy. You're at that level where you're going to pass the fuck out. You know, I was like, I, I've drank a lot longer than you. I understand my tolerance right now. <laughs> and that boy, he fucking blacked out. He fucking. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, yeah, he did black out, bro. He was fucked up. He was hanging outside of the damn. Tour remember tour. that shit? Remember, <laughs> you, your ass has had to hold him. I still have the that. video, bro. The video is still on my Instagram, dude. Oh. oh, he was a silly guy, bro. He's a he was he has a lot of energy though, man. He was a cool guy. He was yeah. fun to be around. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, where, where's your? You said uh, your next travel destination is going to be Asia again, or what? 
Probably, dude. Like Indonesia, I want to go to, or maybe Colombia. Um, but probably Indonesia, dude. I mean, like, what about like where where are you going first? Well, like I told you, I re- I really want to go back to South America because okay. I've only seen Colombia, Peru, and Ecuador. So I really want to hit up a lot of those other countries because I really love the like the the Spanish culture, man. Down mm-hmm. there, it's just like I said, it's a different vibe than Asia. It's all bright. It's like a lot of colors and stuff. I really like Spanish music. So, um, and the girls are really beautiful as well. So, it's like a win, 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 win. Um, and I, like I said, I've I haven't really experienced much of South America. I've almost done all of Central America. Like I've been to uh, Mexico, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras, Costa Rica, and Panama. So I, I've pretty much done all that stuff. But my opinion south america is way cooler than central so i like i've been wanting to go back there and see like a a lot more of that because i've already been to asia fuck so many times man and i don't know i just i like to go to the places that are cool and if i like uh, a country then i i like to go back and stuff and see different cities but i don't know man there's there's so many places, not enough so time. So many, dude. Well, I'm enough, I'm I'm down for wherever, bro. I'm down for wherever. Hit me up, dude. I'm fucking down. I'll go as soon as flights are fucking popping back up. But the reason I want to go back to like, or reason I want to go to Indonesia or Bali, Indonesia, is because like I feel like they have a decent nightlife scene, but it's also super cheap, and I want to get a really dope ass place by myself, like a really dope Airbnb for like 90 days where I can just sit there in a secluded world and literally just work on my shit, like just work on my business, but while still having the funnest time of my life by like, like, uh, you know, going to the nightclubs and partying and doing all that shit at night. But during the daytime, I just want to be secluded and just fucking work. Like, you know, for the first time in my life, not have to like go to a job or some shit, but yeah. Yeah, yeah like, essentially wake up in paradise, man. Like yeah. it just puts you in a in a good positive energy, puts you in like a good like good sense of mind frame. Like if you're over there, dude, you just wake up. It's like you want to work. Like shit, yeah. yeah. Hurry up and get this shit done, then go hit the town. Well, man. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, it's I'm way a, better than here, you know. Yeah, I'm afraid if once I go over there, I'm gonna be like, I'm not coming home, motherfuckers. <laughs> like I'm not coming home. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Why not? Yeah. I, I, dude, I, I've, I've been. Every year I tell myself I'm going to move to another country, man, but I just blow through all my cash because I just have such a, like a cool time. And like this year, dude, I really want to stay somewhere and kind of just settle down and see how I like it. If, if I find a cool city that I really enjoy, kind of just stay there. I've always told myself that, man, but I don't know. I just, I'm always on the move, man. It's hard for me to just stay put. I'm like fucking Energizer Bunny, man. I just want to go, 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 go. Can't stop. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck. Um, but, dude, when you travel, do you usually just like go hostel to hostel? Is that like how you oh, roll? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hostels because I travel alone. So hostels is a great way to meet other people and shit yeah, like that. Sure. And they always, it's always partying. They always have music. They always have like party games, drinking games. It's it's just a cool vibe, man. I, I really, hostel is a, the hostels is such a great fucking like great idea for a business for like traveling like Mm -hmm. if there was not hostels i believe traveling wouldn't be as fun in my opinion oh for sure it wouldn't be as fun for me and a lot of a lot of americans don't even know what hostels are bro i was like what i didn't know what it was before i traveled (laughs) yeah man it's it's honestly the coolest thing man that would be super sick dude to open my own hostel that would be dope I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, fuck you mean? Like, I'm in a little dorm you know, across the world <laughs> with, like, 10 other people. Yeah. What the fuck is this? But, yeah, yeah. it's not, not bad. I mean, of course, like, it's a little fucking scummy. Like, you got to share showers and yeah. eating areas, and sometimes it smells. Like, you've been in probably 100 of them. So, like, you probably dealt with fucking oh. rats running through them or whatever. And then <laughs> some of them are nice or whatever. But, dude, I'm not going to yeah. lie. One in Thailand was sick, bro. Slumber. I thought that one was fun. Yeah. That one was Dude, it's cool, man. Yeah. They're super dope, bro. Like like I said before, man, it gives you just an opportunity to meet a whole bunch of people. A bunch of like-minded people. People that are there to travel and have a good time, party. So it's really easy to to connect. Like you and I, you know, I think it was on Halloween is when we first met, man. And I you know, yeah, like we're just like, oh, where you from, bro? Oh, America. Shit, me too. You're like, oh, I'm from Pennsylvania. 
Like, bro, I'm from Ohio. And then, boom, we just fucking, as soon as that, we first introduced ourselves, man, I think we hung out that whole night, you know? Yeah. And just had a good time, bro. It was, it's that, that kind of shit like that, you know? Just, you meet somebody and you like the energy, boom. Just like, I oh, fuck, that. yeah, you're cool as fuck, yeah. you know? I noticed you that don't when you're like traveling. Them, yeah. you'll, meet, you'll meet somebody, you guys connect, and like, I don't know, you could have just hung out for one day, all of a sudden you guys got like a friendship forever, like, but if you guys yeah. exchange at social medias or whatever. Yeah, which is insane about fucking traveling. Like you said, you just meet so many cool people. You connect all of a sudden. They're your fucking homies. And who knows? Yeah. You'll, you'll end up in another city with them one day. But, yeah, shit's insane, dude. But, yo, you got to give me some yeah, dumb man. dumb travel advice because you're so much more experienced than me. Like just dumb shit that I don't know because I'm not fucking like – I'm not a frequent traveler. So when I'm traveling – let's say I want to do like – three to six months where I just hop from country to country, right? This is a super dumb question, right? But SIM cards for your phone, huh? can you explain what the fuck do I do with my SIM cards? Do I get a new SIM card every time I go to a country? Like, what's the cheapest way to do this shit? What's it, do, you get a, yeah. do you get a cell phone plan? Let's say I'm staying in Thailand for 30 days. Do I get a cell phone plan there? Like, what's the cheapest way? Yeah, so, uh, well, first and foremost, you have to make sure that your phone's unlocked. Yeah. Not locked to a carrier in the USA. Um, and then what I do is I just, all that shit's super cheap, dude. And I really don't need it for like calls and texts because I use WhatsApp and you mm-hmm. can do that with uh, like Wi-Fi and stuff. So I just get the data, like, uh, the mobile data stuff and it's all cheap, man. I just, I buy, you have to buy a SIM card in each country, but like I said, dude, it's super cheap and super simple, man. You just go there, give me your passport. They take a picture of it, take a picture of you. Boom. You're all set. But. I don't think uh, I've paid more than like 10 bucks in any country that I've been to for data. But um, you have to be wise. You can't just use your data all the time when you're at a hostel or if you can use Wi-Fi, then of course switch it to the Wi-Fi. But um, there is a cool, there is a couple cool apps that I can suggest to the viewers and to you. Um, what I like to use for booking my flights uh, is Skyscanner. I'm yep. not sure if you heard of it, but yeah. uh, that's what I use for the uh, flats and stuff. Another one for the currency is uh, it's called XE currency. XE. That's like the exchange rate, real time. Yeah, it's real time. Um, it's updated like every five minutes. Uh, the conversion rates, so you know if you go to an ATM and stuff, what kind of uh, if you type in like a hundred dollars US, you should know how much that that particular currency you should be getting back. Um, Another one is Google Translate, of course. Uh, <laughs> That's you have uh, to have that, bro. Because you can download that. You can download the language offline. Yeah, you can so download you it. Yeah. Watch anything, which is really cool. And then uh, Hostel World. Hostel World is a great app. Uh, the book and read the reviews and stuff like that as well. Those are the the apps that I, are essential for me, yeah. and that I would suggest anybody that travels to download those apps. So so far every app you have, I I actually have too. So I feel accomplished that I'm in your class of traveling right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, dude, you you know what I've noticed? I've uh, I've traveled in, I guess more luxurious styles. Like I, I've flown in like I guess business before. I've flown in economy before. I've had like a dope Airbnb before. I've had uh, I've slept in a hostel before. And you know what I've noticed, dude? It's like the stories are always better when you do it cheap, man. Like, I, I, I challenge anyone out there, like, don't fly the business, fly the economy, not just because you're saving money, but because I have stories of people behind me getting in a fight, uh, a fight and we couldn't even – we couldn't take off. And then another time, some dude stole my stole my seat and tried to fight me, like, 40,000 feet in, up in the air. This shit don't happen in business. And then same thing with, like, if you get a dope Airbnb to yourself, like – what are you going to do? What story are you going to have? You're going to take a picture that it's real fucking sick. And don't get me wrong. I do I do that shit too. Like I ain't going to sit here and bullshit. Because like sometimes I'm the type of person that needs my space at certain times. So like if I'm getting sick of a hostel, I will get an Airbnb because I just need to be alone for a little bit. That's just me though. That's my personality. But yeah, like all my crazy stories are from fucking hostels. People sleeping on top of each other, waking up because people are fucking next to you or you're fucking or like if you wake up drenched in booze or throw up, whatever. Like all your crazy stories happen in hostels. Um, so yeah, dude, like anybody out there try and travel cheap, like you can travel cheap, 
save up your money, travel fucking cheap, and I guarantee you, you're gonna come back with some crazy ass fucking stories. In the moment, they might not be that fucking fun, but you know, you're gonna come back with some amazing stories to tell. Yeah, man, I I completely agree, bro. Um, another thing that I was just thinking about is uh, if you're flexible on the flights, this is how yeah. I'm able to save so much money on um booking flights is because I'm flexible. So what I do, um, I live in like an hour from Columbus. So essentially the middle of Ohio, um, I take a Greyhound to either Chicago or New York City because the flights from there is, is much cheaper than to fly out of Ohio. So uh, I'll book a $40 Greyhound to Chicago and book a ticket from Chicago to like Bangkok or wherever I'm going uh, to go to. And when it's all said and done, I save probably two to three hundred dollars every time by just taking that Greyhound but, uh, yeah. bus, rather than just flying from Ohio to Chicago to boom to bear. You know, if you're flexible and willing to put the time and energy into riding a bus, then you can save a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're from like a shitty state like I'm from, which doesn't have like any international, big international airports. So I that's bet. That's advice for anybody I, that's looking to save some cash. Yeah, that's great advice. I've noticed that from Philly. So, I mean, Philly is a pretty big fucking airport, and I'm, like, only 30 minutes away, so that's, like, my go-to airport. But I have noticed, like, New York is, like, 100 bucks cheaper, or uh, Newark, New Jersey, which is North Jersey. That's a, that's a huge airport in the U.S., and that's a little cheaper, too. But, yeah, I'm pretty blessed that I don't really have to do that too much. But there were a few occasions where – I was honestly thinking about getting the Greyhound in New York to save a hundred bucks, but I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. For me, sometimes it's just not like worth it. Like it's a hundred bucks, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just leave from Philly, like just stroll down in an Uber, not Especially take a flight. Especially if you know, you've got like uh, a whole day in the fucking plane, you want to save yeah. all the all the hours. Day, you know? Damn, like, Damn right. <laughs> Damn right, bro. Another cool thing, I I suggest people. If you're for or against tattoos, man, I suggest to get tattoos while you're traveling. Because for me, all of my, I have a, a lot of tattoos that are passport stamps. So um, for me, it's such a cool conversation starter. Um, when I'm over there and people see my tattoos, they're like, oh, shit, is those like passport stamps of the countries you've been to? I'm like, yeah, bro, it's super sick. Like, everybody wants to take photos of it. I, I swear, like, probably... Once a day, somebody asked me about my tattoos. That, that's how and I fucking me, talk to you. That's yeah, how I, I got to talking it, to you. I was like, bro, what the fuck's up with your horn? <laughs> but yeah, it's sick. It's... Yeah, man. Ooh, bro, because it tells a story. And I believe that if you get a tattoo, it should tell a story, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be, bro. Like, you have to get some cool shit, you know? Yeah. Cool tattoos. Yeah, you, you might be proud of me. I got a fucking new tat, you know? That's, uh, so far, I'm on like four or five right now. But I got one. I don't know if you can see it. The fucking map, John. Oh, yeah, there you go. I yeah, get that so, same shit on my back. Yeah, so, so now I'm a fucking traveler, bro. I got the fucking map, so now I had to fucking travel. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. When did you get that? Uh, January, February? February, maybe? Yeah. Early February, late January. Yo, check out this shit. This, this is uh, one of my favorite tattoos. Oh, uh, yeah, like, you got uh, that in Thailand, right? Yeah, that was uh, uh, Stick and Poke from, like, yeah. a, um, it's called a, a Stan Yak tattoo. That mm-hmm. shit's sick, bro. It's, I want to get that awesome. shit done, bro. Like, wherever I go that has that, I want to get that shit done on some real shit. Looks sick. Thailand, man. Yeah. Um, I got to go back, dude. Thailand was the fucking shit. <laughs> but, yo, anyway. Huh? Yeah, Thailand fucking yeah it, it really did it opened me up like because mexico i sort of expected like what to get into i guess i mean even though that shocked me mexico definitely fucking shocked me but asia was just different bro like i've never been to asia so for me it was like a mind fuck like you said like asia was just it's just different i don't know i don't know how to explain it like the culture the hospitality uh, the parties is just it was just way too different and mexico is still a little similar to the u.s just because you know we're buddy buddy with the border right now but yeah like i don't know asia was just different man yeah agree man for sure 
lot of different sights, smells, and fucking taste over there, you know? Yeah. It opens up all your senses, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's true, man. Especially them Asians. Yeah, when you're making out with them Asians, they always smell, man. <laughs> their fucking breath has all that fucking seasoning in it. You know how they fucking cook their shit with fucking 10 different fucking curry. flavors. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's something, bro. It's something. Your breast just smells when you're over in Asia. All them fucking uh, 7-Eleven toasties. <laughs> yeah. That's my go-to, bro. 7-Eleven was the shit. These mashed potatoes. Yeah. 7-Eleven was the fucking shit. Yo, anyway, I don't know if you have anything else to fucking add. Like, um... We're approaching the fucking hour mark. But I thought I thought it was a cool talk because you're so into traveling. And then I would like to maybe have you on again where we can, like, narrow down and maybe just strictly talk, like, the party scene. Just strictly talk about how to travel. Just strictly talk about, um, you know, entertaining stories or whatever. But, like, I think this was, like, a really good, like, broad interview to, like, introduce yourself and, like, you and I to catch up. Yeah, bro, for sure. I completely agree and I'm down, bro. Yeah. Whenever you want to do the second I'm down I'm game, bro. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, my last my last bit of advice for anybody watching this, and if you've thought about traveling or maybe you have traveled, um, my best advice is sell all your shit. Don't be buying a whole bunch of dumb shit. Save money, and if you're scared or nervous, just take that leap. Because once you take that leap and first try it and get a chance to experience something different, um, your you'll whole be hooked. Mindset will change. You'll just you'll be so immersed in it and honestly it's such a life-changing experience and honestly that's the only thing i look forward to in my life right now is to be able to travel that's why i'm able to work such hard a hard time and to a i'm able to save so much cash because i have like man i'm getting ready to travel so yeah. it's really easy for me to save money and to have that in my mindset um and i suggest everybody try it at least once uh to do a solo backpacking trip by yourself and just throw yourself out there out of your comfort zone and just fucking live life man take chances meet new people take risks and just live bro live a spontaneous life for once and i don't think that anybody would uh have any regrets if they do that you know i completely agree and i i don't think i could say it any fucking better i 100 percent agree with you just go take that chance go take that risk take that leap of faith man like uh, you're probably gonna be hooked. That's that's the that's the downside. You're probably gonna be hooked after that, and then you're yeah. fucked. Now you now you gotta go travel for the rest of your life. That's the only thing I can really add to that. But on some real shit, Scott, I'm not even just like saying this just to pipe you up or bullshit you or whatever. Like I think somewhere down the line or somewhere in the future, we're probably gonna like reconnect again, whether that's fucking traveling somewhere or partying or like. And, and like it's it's scary for me to say this, bro, but like. I'm just starting out, like, with this Party Global podcast, but I could seriously see you as, like, somebody I could seriously work with, like, I don't know, if you see the same vision as me, I know you don't know much about me or know what I'm doing here, but... Like, if you see the this, hustle, yeah, but if you see the same I'm vision, because, like, because, like, you're the, you're, the, you know? you're the definition of, like, Party Global. I have this crazy idea where, like, I save up a bunch of money and I go travel around the world for, like, three to six months, and I take uh, people with me like through through youtube and shit like virtual virtually taking them with me through these crazy nightlife experiences like one day i'm in barcelona and i'm showing you the crazy nightlife experience in barcelona and how to get around in there and then maybe another day we're fucking in rome italy then we shoot down to dubai or like whatever but like and i could see you like like participating in that or some shit like i know you're fucking all about that stuff so that's why I think I connected with you for sure. Yeah, bro. Like that's that's another thing about traveling. You you're able to connect with people on a different level than just like buddies from high school or coworkers. It's something that when you're traveling, you have the same mindset. Obviously, everybody wants to make money and travel. Well, I mean, if you're traveling already, then you want to continue to travel. You can you want to continue to make money. And if you're able to travel, and really enjoy it, then to do what you're doing, like make this kind of party global thing, a success would be to have people like-minded like you that want to make money, that are eager and motivated to, to, and excited to do some cool shit, you know? And I think that's, with, if you surround yourself around this type of people, then I think you'll have a good shot of being successful in this, you know? 
Yeah, 100%. I think that's with everything. Always surround yourself with positive, optimistic people and people that just fucking work hard. It don't matter the industry. They just got to say, share that same mindset. That's about it. But, you know, with that, I'm glad to have you on for sure. And then we're going to fucking work again sometime in the future for sure. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good fucking interview. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I'm happy I got to share my uh, travel stories and Hopefully nobody takes offense to anything I said, but yeah, well, I'm happy that we I'm happy that we caught up, but yeah, we definitely need you on again just to talk party shit because I could tell, bro, like you probably have so many party stories, and even me, like I was holding back, like this was just like a good general like base, like this yeah. is just like a good like foundation fucking interview here, but yeah, man, man. it's gonna be scary yeah. if we go round two. <laughs> hmm? What'd you say? I said we have. We haven't even dug into the meat and potatoes yet. We're oh, just fuck, dude. I, oh, yeah, a little taste, you know? Can't give it all at once. Fuck, man. We're going to have to We're gonna have to just fucking cut it off and bring you back on, and then we're just going to do meat and potatoes only. That's it. <laughs> so, yes, so I'm, I'm with it, bro. Yeah, with so it. with that, my guys, my Party Global family, we're signing off here. I think it was a dope interview once again. Remember, guys, to travel far and party hard, and we're fucking out. Yeah, peace.